Welcome to the Unofficial Challenge Podcast. I'm Doug. We got Aaron here with us, as well as Brianna Barnacles, of course. How are y'all doing today? Good. I'm super pumped to talk about Rivals Season 4. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think Rivals 4 is just going to be a meme at this point. Like, oh, it's uh, never coming out. Yeah, we'll just we'll just say it's coming out like every week on the show and then not put it out. I love um, it. You know, I said it was going to come out next week, but now they got that like ride or dies preview episode oh. coming out on Monday that we're going to have to cover. So hey. just drop it on Saturday. No, we can't drop it on Saturday. It means it's got to have its own pristine, you know, slot. So we're going to push it back another week, you know, so. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, check out our coverage of I don't know what they're calling that ride or dies intro i think it's a just says like season preview yeah i think like six of the competitors are gonna be on and they're gonna be talking about you know what they're thinking what's up do we know what six competitors it is yes the challenge account tweeted it or something what good thing i have it pulled up are you talking so quiet for sorry this is a podcast you have it pulled up i do it is johnny bananas of course veronica of course looks like Darrell. of course Jordan. Of course. Anissa. No! Of course, but no. And Nani. Of course. So those six people will be breaking it down. It should be pretty interesting. But yeah, we'll we'll have that on Monday night. And then obviously Wednesday night, we'll have episode one banger recap for you. So... Yeah, but today we're going to be going over week three of the untold history. It's a little bit boring. Um, but before that, let's talk about Big Fessy. Brianna? I hate him. I've been telling Doug that we hate him. And Doug <laughs> kept fighting wait, me. Wait. <laughs> but now he, he understands. And we hate him, basically. He... I, words. This man, this man, I've been saying for the last couple years, Fessy ain't shit, okay? He doesn't, he hasn't really done anything in the challenge for him to be talking all of this shit. He's not impressive to me. Yes, he's big. Yes, he tried out for the NFL and didn't make it. <laughs> he's not impressive, okay? So he decides, because I think he's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he smoked some crack. I'm not really sure. But on what day was that? Sunday? Something like that. He's going off on Twitter about how they need to start bringing NFL players in that. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but and how, how he would run circles around these NFL players and that the competition on the challenge is just too easy because, you know, um, Fessy has won so many challenges. You can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes. Um, like you gotta be, you gotta be Corey before you start talking about joining the NFL. And you then, yeah, he says he's better than ninety percent of the NFL. Dude can't even make the NFL. Okay, um, goes for Danny, Danny McRae, an actual NFL player and a challenge champion. I know it was the USA version, but we can still call him a challenge champion. Tells Danny that he's mid <laughs> I hate him and 
I mean, y'all can kind of jump in, but this just reiterates why I I hate him. I mean, Danny can't be calling people. I mean, sorry. Bessie can't be calling people mid. If you come in a worse place in the finals than Corey, if you look up mid in the dictionary, my picture's next to it. Wharton, is that his last mm-hmm. name? Then I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. And then he's trying to say, too, somebody was like, because also the next day on Monday or something, he went off about like, because now on his jersey or something, it says his actual name. I'm, I feel like I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Faisal. So yeah. Faisal. Sorry. Right. I'm sorry for So he's gone by. Right. He's gone by Fessy for so long. And I, somebody just like tweeted and asked, like, what's with the name change? You know, like what's happening? And he's like, since people want to have my name in their mouth, like. Dude, you went off on a rampage because I think you were smoking crack. Of course, like when you say you're better than 90% of the NFL players, like, yeah, we're going to call you fucking out because that's crazy. Like, so, anyways. I bet, like, I, I well, I'm not going to bet on it, but I could see a possibility of Fessy, like, being on a practice squad or, you know, maybe the third or fourth string tight how many i don't know how many tight ends nfl teams carry aaron would know better than me but um, uh yeah and then Here's i just fourth. remember i just remember like him saying sorry him saying he's better than 90 percent of nfl players is fucking wild it's whack on one of the seasons either total madness or double agent i think it was double agent he's like doing this sob story for Corey, like i'm actually really shy and introvert like shut the fuck up and go home okay and stop coming on the challenge because i hate you anyways do you know how many tight ends get drafted in one draft aaron do i know how many yeah no like like a like a like a rough like estimate there's seven rounds in the nfl draft right there's seven rounds. I would say tight ends is a position, though, that I think, generally speaking, it's not prioritized in the draft. But So, I did a little bit of research. This might not be correct, but this man made it seem like he had an injury, and that's why he didn't make the NFL. But some more research... Before his injury, he was like the 36th ranked tight end in the draft. They don't draft 36 tight ends in the draft. No. So I don't know what the fuck this guy is talking about. Was it was University of Tennessee Chattanooga? Yeah, University of Tennessee. Pause. Chattanooga. Yeah, I... I don't know anything about him. I don't even know who this guy is because I haven't seen a season with him on it, but he's a nobody. You know who else went to University of Tennessee, Chattanooga? Aaron? No, I have no, I have no idea. Terrell Owens. Challenge, really? le- challenge legend. <laughs> Terrell Owens is actually a good football player. Yeah, so I mean, Fessy, come on, man. So one one last thing, I guess two last things. Number one, I say I'm hating. I don't actually like hate, hate him. I just don't like him as a challenger. And I think he's arrogant and I'm not impressed with him like other people. And then second of all, he tried to say him. Sorry, earmuffs, Aaron. Spoiler alert. He tried to say him quitting on the eating part of double agents. Again, blames it on Casey, but then says it was strategy. Okay. 
Sure. Anyways, um, you know, they're probably going to keep inviting him back because I think they're going to try to make him the face, but um, they shouldn't. They should, you know, drop him and let him move on. And maybe he can go play in the NFL and be better than 90% of the NFL players. Yeah, if you're better than 90% of NFL players, like, just join the NFL. It's not that hard. <laughs> you're, you're better than 90% of them. It shouldn't be that hard, right? So you don't need the challenge. Like if you're you that, can go in the NFL. If you're that freaky, it's not that hard to get a workout, my guy. Yeah, let's not pretend like tight end is the most athletic position out there. He's not a... He's not playing fucking running back. He's got a big ass head. And then <laughs> fucking Dom from the Challenge USA, my man is was wild in. <laughs> he decides to chime in. Fessy, I would run circles around you. That's not a direct quote, but it was something like that. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> what? Let's not get let's not get crazy. Like the challenge USA is just so fucking shit. So Dom, I'm sorry you can't beat Fessy. Fessy, I'm sorry you're not better than ninety percent of NFL players. You're not even a good challenger. Oh, all right. Let's let's go ahead and move on. I guess Aaron, you got anything else you want to say about it or? Yeah, I just think it was cool that Dom actually tweeted us back. We had an interaction. You know, he said he I'll play him. Uh, with his eyes closed to us directly. So shout out Dom. Respect. Yeah, big Dom. I mean, I'm not trying to be a hater, but come on, man. You know, and you can I, find I was, the interaction. Was, you can find the interaction I, at Unoff Chow Pot on Twitter. I, I was nice to Dom on Twitter. I said, you know, I guess we'll just have to have y'all both on a season and see what's up. But I mean, yikes. All right. So untold Unoff history. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Unoff Child Pod. Unoff Child Pod. Unoff Child Pod. Find season four rivals on Unoff Child Pod on Twitter. Oh, God. Uh, Brianna, to get us into this week's episode of Untold History. Okay, so we got two episodes. One is called the first one, which. Meh. It's called Love is Not a Game. So they kind of go through the big relate. Well, some of the big and then some of the small relationships. So we're not going to, I'll kind of mention all the ones they mentioned, but I'm not going to go into detail on all of them. Cause if you're a challenge fan, you already know this. So they start out talking about Tori and Jordan, give that relationship review. We know they're no longer together. So it just kind of takes us through their history, how they started at dirty 30 and they really connected after the final. And then they came in as mercenaries on vendettas. And then they came in, um, hand in hand on War of the Worlds 2 and Jordan proposed and then Total Madness and then they Tori talked about how the breakup was really hard and um, it seems like it's kind of makes her um, a, a skeptic, I guess what it's called. They would be the best challenge couple if they were still together. Yeah, they would. Oh, they're, so, they're fucking unstoppable when they're together. Yeah. But I mean... Fighting everybody on War of the Worlds 2. I could have told you it wouldn't have worked out for multiple reasons. I don't think I'm going to call anybody out because Brianna's probably going to get mad. But I mean, we have the evidence. We know it wasn't going to work out. Yeah. All right. And then the next for relationship they mention is Veronica and Rachel. So those who have watched the challenge a long time, like that doesn't ever actually talk about them being in a relationship during the show. 
Um, but obviously, if you watch Dirty 30, kind of Anissa brings it up, and then Veronica talks about it. So now it's like known in the challenge world. So can we do a conspiracy? They they kind of just go through their history. Can I pitch, or let me just pitch a conspiracy? I'm not saying it's the case, but let me hear y'all's thoughts. On the documentary, they were like, Oh, we kind of just wanted to respect that they were more private about their relationship. But do you think that's true? Or do you think they didn't want to put that kind of relationship on TV because they're. I'm trying not to say words that are going to get us. um, No. Perma banned by some kind of algorithm. No, because. One, I don't think they were, like, lovey-dovey on the actual show. So, like, they were just really good friends. Like, or they made it seem like they were really good friends. And so, like, they they didn't do anything. I think that producers could catch, maybe. But, like, they had other, like, same-sex kind of. I mean, I I see what you're saying. I I really don't know. I think. I'm just coming at, at it from the angle that. Obviously, these producers, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. So I, I'm, not, I'm not putting anything past them. You Honestly, know maybe. Maybe. Different times back then, I guess. It's like, he, wow, look at this train wreck that happened at the end of the season when they stole the money. It's like, why are you talking about it like that's not what you wanted to happen? <laughs> like, why would you? I'm getting sick of this shit. And OK, just let's. We'll save that for later. <laughs> All right. So then the next relationship they t- uh, talk about was Jimmy and Knight's relationship. So they kind of go through the history, how they met on the real world. And um, they broke up. They were broken up coming into Battle of the Seasons, but they had to work together. And then I don't know if they ever really got back together afterwards. Like, I mean, like. I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody. And obviously, like, I can't tell the future and I don't know. But, like, I know somebody was like, I think if Knight was still alive that Jimmy and him would be together today. I don't think so. I don't know. I like. I mean, I could see them kind of patching things up and being friends. That shit was toxic. But, like... What are they talking about? But, I mean, like, they weren't... I know they were, they were together on the Real World season, but they were very different people on Battle of the Seasons, Rivals um, 2... Battle of the X's too. Like Jimmy did not. I mean, at least what she showed. Obviously, only Jimmy knows. But like, unless he did some serious maturing, um, kind of like the character arc that CT had. I don't know if they would have been together today. I mean, like, you know, she talks talked about how they were like their vibes were the same and soulmates and all that kind of stuff. And so, obviously, I don't know. But like. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I'll I'll be the bad guy here, okay? Careful. I'll, I'll do it. You need to be careful. I'm gonna be careful. Obviously, it's bad that Ryan and we feel bad for Ryan and DM, but I mean, we just gotta be real. Some of the stuff Ryan said on the show is up there with some of the worst shit that's been said on the show. Period. He was not being very nice to uh, Jimmy and other people on the show. So let's let's just be real. I mean, nobody's perfect. Everyone has their toxic moments and so on and so on. But anyway, so it kind of takes us. Evelyn, when she was going to hit bananas with the. um, I thought it was. 
I thought it was really sweet and nice how um, Jamie was talking about, like, I know, if, you know, I know people who've had close family members and friends pass away. And, um, you know, someone I work with lost her son a couple years ago. And um, she really makes it a point to, you know, she wants to talk about him. She wants to keep his memory alive. And so, you know, Jimmy kind of touched on that. When you lose someone that close to you, like you don't want people not to talk about them because that's how their memory dies. And so she wants people to, you know, talk to talk to her about it. She wants to share his stories and keep whatever she can alive. And so that was really sweet. And um, we wish Jimmy the best of luck and rest in peace night. Um, the next one they talk about is CT and DM. Um, they go through that history. If you're a challenge fan and you don't know, you got to figure it out. You, you got to know. Um, one thing I thought was kind of interesting is one of the producers were, was saying that like CT never talks about, I mean, at least on camera, never talks about DM. And then even it shows like it shows them like asking and he's kind of like, what can I say? And he says that a couple times. And really the only thing he says on camera that they show is that she was lost too soon. And so I think obviously there's still some grief there. And with their relationship being so public, how it was, I think he's at the point of his life where maybe now he just wants to keep his feelings about it more private since for so many years, everything they did and, you know, those conversations got aired on TV and it was so public. And so I can kind of understand that in a way. And, you know, although they had a really great relationship and it was really something special, you know, CT is married now with, you know, yeah, let, a kid. And so that's what I was thinking. Let me float one out here for you, Aaron, which is where I think Brianna was going. Right. Like, you're say you're married just say uh, you're ct like knowing you have like a wife back home you obviously don't want it to look like dm is more special than her to you even if she, like that's not what you're trying to do so you don't want to like op open up about it you see what i'm saying yeah i mean you know just speaking from personal experience here, knowing somebody that their sitting together died and then they were remarried, the the new person that you get with is gonna have to be understanding that you still did love that person, and it wasn't like you guys broke up and you know there was problems. Like you're always gonna love them, and that's that's gonna be that. Um, and if you can't handle that, you shouldn't be in a relationship with somebody that it has that kind of uh, history. So, I mean, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, like, CC shouldn't have to dance around it. Like, And I don't, and I'm not saying, like, let me back up and let me kind of, if I can, insert for Doug real quick. I don't necessarily, I'm not saying, I don't think Doug is saying that his wife is saying don't talk about it. Like, I don't think that's the case. I just think CT himself now that he's kind of matured. I'm not saying it's immature to talk about people that you've lost, but I go back to, I just think he wants to keep that private now that it's been on air for so long. And he wants to be, especially on air, just as respectful as he can to his wife 
about it. I don't think she's being like, don't talk about her. I don't want you to mention her or whatever. Because when he came back for Invasion of the Champs, like they had kind of that little segment near the final where they did the, um, you know, the ceremony and he, he talked about it then and he had already met her by then. They had already had their son and were in a relationship. So I just think that, I mean, he might just truly be at the point where like he said all he needed to say on it and he's just wanting to grieve a little bit more privately and keep that more to himself instead of talking about it every, at every turn, you know, because it's not like he's the only one talking about her, you know, like she's, she's still constantly brought up and I'm sure he still thinks about her and, um, you know, there's always going to be love there, but I just think that maybe he just really wants to grieve more privately now. I think that's valid. Like I that I think that very well could be the case. He just wants to keep his his feelings about it private, which is perfectly fine. He doesn't he he has no obligation to tell the public how he feels. So right, what I'm just saying. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that his wife is like that. I'm just saying in general. Yes, yes. If go ahead. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I think. No, I totally agree. If you're totally fine. Right. I know. I mean, like at first it surprised me, but the more I thought about it, it kind of made sense to me. And I mean, you don't get to, um, you know, nobody gets to kind of dictate how people grieve and process things. And so, um, so yeah. Um, the next one, the next relationship they kind of talk about is Mark and all of his relationships. They're going to breeze by that. They mentioned Amanda and Fessy, um, which, like, yeah, I guess they kind of have had a really a little bit of a relationship after oh. Spies, Lies, and Allies. Damn, Amanda could have been the second challenger to be with an NFL player. Because <laughs> Ter- Teresa's with an NFL player, right? Yeah. Who's she? Um, with? And then I'm. I don't know. Doug will have to look that up. Um, and then I. I'm pretty sure because I follow Amanda on Instagram and maybe at the time that they filmed this, they weren't, but I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that she's back with her baby daddy. So she has a kid with, I don't remember his name, but that guy and um, they post a lot like on their Instagram or, or she like reshares a lot of his stuff. So either they're just really, really co-parenting or they're back together, which I think they are back together. So I don't think she's stressing about Fessy anymore. That's for sure. Um, and then they bring up Johnny and Casey, which I always forget about, but is so hilarious to me. That fucking carried this episode for sure. Yeah, that was <laughs> hilarious. She's just letting her run around naked. <laughs> She's trying to escape the cameras, but failed, obviously. I get that that's their job to like film that shit. But after you film her for like a few seconds, can't you like show some fucking decency? And like- no, the producers are perverts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To be fair, um, they got a bunch of banana ass on there as well. Yeah. Um, then they talk about N- Nani, which I don't remember who. I think it's Ashley. They call Ashley being like, Nani just likes any man. But I added in Casey. So we've got to see Nani's kind of love journey. And um, it seems like she's kind of at the end with Casey. I do think her and Casey make a good couple. They, I see them both post on Instagram and they're together. You know, I like how Amanda mentioned that like they are, you can tell they're in it for the long run. Cause after they kind of made that relationship, like Nani immediately or whoever immediately moved to the other to make it work. Cause you know, um, long distance can be very hard. 
to work. And so they seem to be doing really well and it just kind of goes through their journey. And um, yeah, I mean, I wish him the best and hopefully Nani has, has found the one. Rip Kahara. Yep. Ooh, <laughs> okay. come on, man. And then the- I, I'm saying, hey, can I just come out here and say it? I'm still reading for Nani's and Bananas to get back together. Oh, just for like, just for like the plot. No, like this is like some like uh, I'm good soap opera shit. Mm, I'm good. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, they talk about Cam and Leroy because their successful relationship that's come out of this. Obviously, so they've far. had some right. So wait, far. wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Thoughts on Nan? Sorry, Nani. Nani Casey Bananas polygamous relationship on the show. <laughs> I'm here for it. It'd be epic. That'd be some entertainment right there. Uh, I <laughs> <Okay>. guess. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. Come on, yeah, guys. Great, great Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be awesome, Bob Douglas. It would be awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, so right now, Cam and Lee were a successful couple. They are married or. They have a kid together. They seem to be doing really well. And I'm honestly rooting for them, too. I think they make now that Leroy has kind of matured and Cam, you know, they both, I think, did what they needed to do to be. Um, I don't want to say right for each other, but to put in the work in the relationship. And so it seems to be paying off. So that's kind of the love is not a game episode. My boy Leroy went after them feetsies. Oh Sheesh. yeah. He said, he said she had nice feet. That's what I instantly knew I was attracted to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. There's nothing wrong with that, right, Aaron? No, we don't we are not gonna kink shame here. That's one thing we're not gonna do. Yeah, right. we're not gonna do that. Right. Alright, and then the last episode of the series is called Expect the Unexpected. And um, they kind of tease the Hunter and Ashley thing that happens in Final Reckoning, but then they kind of come back around, but we can go ahead and talk about it. So that's kind of what Doug was saying earlier, that like at the end, producers were like, we were shocked. It's like, <laughs> didn't you want no. that to happen? Isn't that why you set up that twist again? You were happy as fuck. <laughs> You're like, this is a great storyline. This is going to make great TV. Sorry, Hunter, but get over it. I want to say some shit without being accused of being a bananas banana sucker. Uh, then don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that Hunter said bad things about Ashley and her family. And to Ashley. Hey, this isn't a killer family. family. <laughs> but I mean, come on, man. Like, it, it seems to me like. Ashley's kind of treated like super positively for taking the money when bananas is viewed super negatively. And I get that the reasoning or the justification is that Hunter was mean to Ashley. And obviously Sarah wasn't mean to bananas on rivals three. I mean, we, we don't have to talk about the season before that because we wouldn't want to bring facts into it, but... Oh, the season before Rival Series Bloodline. Did you want to talk about that? Sorry, the season before that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know what happened. Wait, sorry, side note. Um, I was watching this... Uh, I was watching this YouTube video um, 
shout out to Angel Cake Entertainment. He also covers reality TV in the challenge. And he posted, I didn't, I haven't watched the whole thing yet because I was watching as I went to bed and I fell asleep, but they were doing this trivia episode. So he had like guests on his thing. And so the first category was eliminations and it had like eight questions. I got all eight questions right when some of the other people did it. So I was very proud of myself and my challenge knowledge. So anyways, moving on. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Shout out to Angel Cake Entertainment. Check him out on YouTube. He does great coverage, great podcast. Um, I've watched him for a couple years now, doing great work. Anyways, as I was saying, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we're going to cover this more in depth on multiple podcasts in the future, but just my personal position is that I don't agree with either of them stealing the money, but I can see why both of them did it. I think you, but I want you to be honest. You see more why Banana said it versus more my. my no, that's no? not true. Okay. Hunter was really, Hunter was mean to her. Okay. I still don't think it was right, but. Um. So then they show. Sorry, I just one more yeah, one last fine. thing. Yeah. Like, obviously Hunter said really bad, terrible shit, but I can understand like, kind of getting, really over competitive. Like it's obvious that that's who he is. Like, he shouldn't have said that stuff, and I don't know if... Didn't he apologize for that in the show, or no? I can't remember. After the he, show, I think. He denied it. He didn't. Okay, well, he, 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 like, he definitely say that. He should definitely apologize for it, but, you know, I can see, like, in the heat of the moment, people getting really hyped up over a million dollars on a competition show like this and saying things they shouldn't say. But anyways, let's just move on. <laughs> Um, so then they talk about the Julie attempting to kill Veronica thing. Dude. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Doug go off here. What? Like, so Julie is literally trying to kill Veronica. It's on camera. Yet Julie gets to come on the documentary, and Kara doesn't get to come on the documentary. Like, we'll let attempted murderers come on the documentary before we fucking bring Kara on for some reason. What's going on here? And then her excuses were so fucking weak. Like, oh, no, I wasn't doing that. I was just I was just trying to win. Like, I wasn't really trying to, like. Do that. It's like, I watched you. You literally were. Like. (laughs) there's a difference between grabbing someone to stop them and fucking messing with their harness am i right yeah i think i mean it was a different time back then and different time where murders were allowed right i mean like i think it's crazy after that because it's not it's not like it's not like veronica was the only one like freaking out and everyone was like it's fine like it's part of it it's fine like everybody like producers the cast the hosts were all like screaming at Julie, like stop touching the whatever, the caribou or whatever you're touching. The, the caribou? Sorry, cut that. What is it called in the start of the sea? Let's just go with caribou. Just call no, it caribou. What is it called? What did they say it was called? A caribou. I, I hate you. I'm done. Car- I'm carabiner. Carabiner. Carabiner and you better cut that. <laughs> When everybody, I'm not, then I'm not going to do the podcast ever again. You better cut it. Okay. 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 But it's so funny. No, you better cut it. So when Julie's messing with stuff and everyone's screaming and then she continues, like 
she should have not been able to come back the next season. Like, they just kept bringing her back season after, like, a couple more seasons. Like, nothing ever happened. And then I, she's like, everybody was freaking out. It's like, yeah, because you could have seriously hurt Veronica. Like, you need to acknowledge that. I understand that you weren't trying to do that. Like, that wasn't your intent. No, she was trying to do that. She's bullshit. Whatever. Even if it wasn't your intent. Like, you, it's mind blowing to me that you're not going to acknowledge like, okay, I see how I could have seriously injured. That wasn't my intent, but I can see why she's mad for her to be like, just, Oh, because it was Veronica. Like if somebody was messing with your safety stuff and you could have been hurt, like you wouldn't have been mad. I, like anyways, times when someone would have been justified to cave the other person's person's face in, this would be one of them. When Devin wouldn't stop following bananas for like five hours straight. That's oh one gosh. of them. Um, am I missing any? When Wes fucking got in Banana's face on what was that? The duel? Ruins. Ruins. Who knows? Yeah, ruins. Um, they were both going at each other. Okay, but Wes got in his face. Like you're always gonna be on Banana's side on everything. Are you? He put his head two millimeters away from his. So I've I mean, never I seen this actually happen i had heard about it but i had never actually seen the clip and this is worse than i ever thought it was gonna be it's so bad <laughs> i thought it was like I mean, that is but like i feel like every part of bananas and wes's rivalry you're always like wes is in the wrong we're talking about the we're talking about yeah. the zip line oh wait yeah oh sorry sorry go on aaron i have i've never seen any part of the duel but or the ruins but yeah, I, when I when they're showing this uh, zip lining shit and like I thought when you guys have been talking about it, I thought you guys were just fucking around that like it was actually almost killing her. <laughs> but, no, no, she was really killing her. <laughs> Trying to, attempting to, attempting murder. That had that... to have been an accident, right? Like she had to have realized, not realized that she was fucking with that particular thing. How could it be an accident when everybody's yelling at her to stop? Well, she but said even... like. But even so, like, if it was an accident, you need to own that you could have seriously hurt Veronica. Not even, like, years later, be like, they're just mad because it was Veronica. Like, you need to acknowledge that you seriously could have hurt her, even if that wasn't your intent. Yeah, it's wild. It's so bad. Different times, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so then it talks about... um, Jordan flipping all the kill cards, which we've all seen. What an L. Yeah. I mean, an iconic, <laughs> iconic to be there to watch him. But but yeah. this was necessary for Jordan so we could have the character arc. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Absolutely. It's true. You know, we got to have that character arc. That's so true. Um, And then they talk about total man. I thought they were going to go into like the skull twist and the kind of fail that it was, but they didn't. So I'll save that for another podcast episode. But I, as soon as I saw this, I was like, Oh no, Aaron's going to be so upset, but they reshow kind of that J versus CT elimination and how, I mean, CT was favored to win by like a million. So the fact that J pulled it out was kind of crazy in a way. And when that happened ever like I remember watching that live and when CT was like, I'm going in, it's like, damn, it was nice knowing you, Jay. Like you really fought <laughs> hard and I feel really bad for you. But I'm like, I mean, no, nobody there. I, I don't care. I, I know Anissa sitting here now a couple years later, like, 
well, I didn't think for sure CT was going to, no. Everybody watching in that moment was like, rest in peace, Jay. You fought the, you fought the, the hard fight. We respect you, but CT is about to whoop your ass. I wish that CT walked up to that one and it was, never mind. I'm, I'm saying it wrong. I wish that, let's put it this way. I wish Rogan was in this one versus Jay. Yes. And then CT got to do the next one. Yeah. But yeah, because I don't think CT would have bashed his head in like that. Well, Jay probably w- wouldn't have been in the elimination if it. Well, yeah, he probably would have because they just voting him in over and over. Yeah. They already voted him in. But <laughs> yeah, Jay got screwed that season. So anyways, shows that that was kind of that only happened a few years ago. And it's still like it's kind of a, a little bit of an iconic moment. Um, then they kind of touch on Corey and Nelson's bromance. I don't really want to go into that too much. I mean, I think we can all agree that it's the most mid relationship in challenge history. <laughs> Team Young Buck for life, baby. Uh-huh. Team, Team. <laughs> Team Young Buck for life. Um, Nelson going in for Corey that was is still moment, pretty though. hype. And the crazy thing is Nelson should have won that, but he he trolled. He yeah. blundered big time. So. Where, where is Hunter at? Man, like, Hunter was a part of that shit. Man, Corey and Nelson are a lot closer, I think. I, I, don't like, think I, think I, have, when, I have only seen to the think, point where it's been all of them, so. I think when Hunter comes on the show, they're all, like, boys, but, like, Nelson and Corey have, like, a, a more solid relationship outside of the show, I think. So, um, so, yeah. Then they touch on the Bananos and West rivalry, the most iconic in challenge history. Goes through kind of their past. Why are you looking at me? I'm waiting for you to insert your thoughts. Like, is the Los Angeles Lakers versus some team in China a rivalry? Like, you know, maybe they don't like each other, but... Is it a rivalry? Yes. If one is so much better than the other, is it a rivalry? I don't like what you're trying to do here. What I'm trying to tell you is... We're going to go ahead and move on. Wes said that Bananas is his bitch. He's kidding. But Bananas literally made Wes his son multiple times. It's embarrassing. He's kidding. He is me. Now he's not. He is mid. No, he's not. Wes is mid. No, he's not. Okay. Wes right. is, is a, mid. This is a conversation for other podcasts. <laughs> right, but Doug is wrong. And then the last thing before, obviously, they touched on the Hunter and Ashley thing, which we've already touched on, was the Zach and Amanda uh, thing that happened in Final Reckoning, where um, Zach didn't want to vote in Tony and Bananas, Amanda didn't want to vote in Hunter and Ashley. They're both they're both very stubborn. They weren't bending. So. TJ said to make a decision or you're coming in. And Zach said, all right, we're down. And um, they play Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but whatever. I do like I do like her and her music. But um, so, yeah, everyone kind of shares their opinions. And then they close out on the Hunter and Ashley thing. And that's kind of it. Sorry, Doug wants to talk just, about the Zach just and Amanda on Zach thing and, real quick. Just on Zach and Amanda. I don't know why. I just think it's epic. Like, I know there's so many Amanda uh, stands out there, but 
It's obvious that in that confrontation, Amanda thought that she was going to get Zach to switch so he didn't have to go into elimination. And Zach is just fucking just walks down. He's like, no, I'm going. And Amanda is like fucking bewildered. I I, I give both of them uh, props for not for not swapping. And uh, I just think it's pretty cool. And that's that's yeah. that's all I got. But also Zach literally fucks bananas over in the next season. So it's a little bit weird. So I guess I'm on Amanda's side now. <laughs> he doesn't do it on purpose, he says. But then kind of is. <laughs> That's a weird I season. Think, yeah, I think sometimes Zach is just all over the place. Like yeah. emotion wise, you know, his relationship. with Why? Jenna. Right. OK, sorry. Also, just one more thing. They put in Amanda like talking mad shit about Zach, like crying that he wasn't talking, that she wasn't talking to him as much anymore. When Ashley came, it's like, can we let, can we ask Zach a question and let him defend himself on the dock? Like, God yeah, they, damn. They didn't have him on for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I mean, that's really it. The, that's, those are the last two episodes of the untold history. Um, you know, they do a little montage that, you know, the challenge is just getting started, you know? It hasn't been going. It hasn't been started, but now it's started. No, I mean, kidding. I haven't seen a season of the challenge in like four or five seasons now, so hopefully they can restart it uh, with Rider dies. But yeah, so these last five seasons weren't. I, I don't consider them real. Um, total madness. You consider real? Five might be uh, a big number. Really, just two. I'm talking about. Uh, oh, I'm talking about plus USA. USA. So that's only like- all stars Two, all stars three was all right. There's oh, okay. a there's a good there's a little floating turd in there. That's not so bad. Uh, <laughs> anyways, the untold history is over. It was pretty good from a fan's perspective just to see a little bit of extra stuff. Obviously, there's a bunch of shit fucked up in it, but that's whatever. Um, any final thoughts before I send us out here, Aaron? I enjoyed it. Um uh, pretty much everything in there was spoiled for me, so that's great. <laughs> Aaron, in uh, fact, you know. did not enjoy it. No, no, no. You know, I accepted the fact that things were going to get spoiled. Um, but I'm just excited to get a new season in here um, and, and just kind of, you know, enjoy that with my friends. Yeah, this is going to be the first real season of the challenge that all three of us are watching live as it comes out. So that should be fucking epic i don't know what the feeling is like yet because the challenge usa sucked dick and i didn't really care what was going to happen the next week yeah, to be I'm honest with you for like i'm excited for us to bring like our past you know feelings about the competitors into this um because we had no idea about the usa one like brianna kind of did but you know we actually have people to root for now true and you know there's going to be huge fucking drama and i'm sure we'll have differing opinions on the drama. Fessy's in oh, the season. Brianna's going to be irate. So yeah, I just, yeah, I, I will say like, I know he just said that about Fessy, but on a higher note, I have high hopes for, um, I feel like I'm going to butcher his name, but Horatio Horatio. Um, I watched an interview with him the main and character of CSI Miami. <laughs> I watched an interview with him and his partner and just from the interview, I, I like him and I, I like I definitely I like her, but I definitely like him, too. And so I hope they make it far. And I'm Isn't one of the them. previews literally them fighting. 
I don't think so. Anyways, <laughs> Brianna's looking. Brianna's looking forward to Big Horatio. Yes. We'll see next week. Next Monday, we'll have a pod out a few hours after the Monday preview episode, and then we'll have a pod out a few hours after the episode one on Wednesday. So check us out. Follow us on Twitter at unoffchowpod. 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 The unofficial challenge podcast, and let's get the fuck out of here. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Don't take care. Hope to see you never.